0: What is up? It
1: is Caroline with the As Always podcast. Might be extra giggly today because I'm here with my friend Meredith, who's also my roommate. Meredith, can you introduce yourself. <laughs>
0: hey guys, what's up? I'm Meredith, but also I feel like a lot of people call me Mayor, yeah. so we can just be casual here. Yeah.
1: Mayor, little plug her instance is at Mayor Mac. You can kind of explain all the things you do, you do a lot.
0: Okay, um so I guess. I guess I'll claim this. I'm a vlogger on YouTube. Um, so I kind of started that up about a year ago. And I'm just now trying to be consistent. It just takes a lot of time. Um, so that's Merrimack Days. I also am a videographer. I do a lot of weddings and engagements. Yeah, they're having um, a giveaway.
1: You and your partner are yeah. Grace. Yeah. So go follow at Merrimack or Grace
0: Allen and enter their giveaway. Yeah, it closes on... Friday. Friday. Closes on Friday so you have a couple days. Um, It's gonna be really cool so you should definitely do that. (laughs) I also have a podcast called The Zam. It's with me and my brother Zach who lives in California and he's a weatherman so it's really fun. We just kind of talk about our lives and like college experiences and stuff like that. I
1: definitely want to have started my podcast if it wasn't for Meredith so that's why we are here but we're honestly gonna jump right into it so I'm taking a little bit of, of course, an idea from Sadie Robertson, because who wouldn't? And every episode, I'm going to have a really similar question for each person who's on here. So my question for you, Meredith, is where do you feel like the Lord is just tugging at your heart right now? Or where do you, th- where do you think he's kind of like drawing you to in your faith?
0: Um, That's such a hard question, <laughs> because I feel like there recently has been so many different things. Um, but it's been, I feel like there's a list, but it's more like, not just one particular thing that I think he's teaching me right now, rather like a list of qualities mm-hmm. that I want to either improve on or have or just be mindful of. So some of those, and I can like kind of explain them a little bit, but one of them is that you can, which I actually, someone, my, the preacher was talking about this at church like two weeks ago or whatever, and he was talking about how you can be successful and not be useful. hmm Uh, And it was funny that he said that because I was actually just recently just reading through the Bible and praying. And that's something that I like felt like the Lord is telling me just like not necessarily that quote for quote, but to be useful. Um, So that's kind of been one of my prayers lately is that anything and everything I do, that I would be useful in it, not just successful and not just, you know, strive. I feel like in this world now, everyone is just so oh, I have to be the best, I have to do this, like, but it's all for, it's all for nothing. Yeah, it's, like, for yourself. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of one of my top ones. And then also, um, how to be alone, which is really ironic, (laughs) because, like, I mean, I'm, I have a roommate, like, I have a boyfriend, so it's, like, not in the sense of, like, singleness, but I used to have really, really bad FOMO. Oh, me too. And that's something I've worked on and worked out this whole past year. And honestly, it's pretty much gone. But I want to continue to, like, build on that. And I want to be able to come to a spot where I can sit still. Yeah. And, like, be fine with that. And I think it's because I'm such a go, go, go mm. all the time. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's another one. And then the last one is just... Um, how to have a forgiving and loving heart oh yes <laughs> that's a that's a big one um I'm not like I never really get mad at people, and I don't really hold grudges, but you know sometimes it's just like someone does something and that's like, oh, this is where I draw the line yep. but i don't you know I don't really want to be like that. I want to be someone who is known for not being a pushover but you know being forgiving and yeah. also just truly working on loving others yeah
1: that's what i was about to say just working on loving others and even last week i feel like i talked about that a little bit just like forgiving each other bear with each other like life's hard and we all yeah. we all can suck sometimes and yeah. just like loving your friends regardless of all that yeah. yeah i literally love all of that i think that was a big thing when i was starting the podcast and relaunching the blogs i didn't want it to be about me that's not the point of this whatsoever the whole point is like pointing pointing back to the lord and working with each other right all these issues that we have um but this week so last week was anger and kindness. This week is somewhat similar. It's raging. It's on rage and compassion, which rage and anger I feel like are somewhat different, but I feel like anger is something that you kind of take out on others and rage is something that builds up in yourself, but I want to focus more on the compassion side of things this week, so we're going to go more into that, but I think it's so important to remember to be compassionate in our culture today yeah. because there's just so much hate going around and I know personally I kind of lack in compassion like when it comes to friends and family and I don't know why that is because those are people we love the most yeah but sometimes it's really hard to be compassionate right family
0: and I think too just I don't know you just never people say this all the time but you never know what people are going Mm -hmm. through and so I think it is so important just to you know be compassionate and to really just set yourself aside like hang up your hang up your hat hang up your pride like I don't know. Like, yeah. Does that make sense? (laughs) No, no. I know know exactly what what you mean. I feel like especially with people that you know so well, like
1: I was, I'm in this like marriage psychology class and one of the articles I was reading was specifically about compassion and it was talking about, you know, family units and how society defines family and like the traditional idea of family and how it's so easy to be compassionate towards like a homeless person Mm -hmm. or someone that you barely know, but when it comes in your family, it's more like, you know, family, you love each other, but you give each other a little bit of you know, grit with your compassion. It's like I love yeah. you but do better like you can do this on your own when really I feel like we should be more loving in those situations. Especially I feel like with friends who aren't believers, mm-hmm. I try my best to be more compassionate towards them, but it's hard because yeah. you you try to but I guess they don't really like I don't know, it's hard to communicate with friends that you know so well on a personal level but then when it comes to faith versus like who's out someone who's outside of the faith, like loving them just looks different.
0: Yeah, and I think, too, with the whole, like, oh, you see a homeless person, like, Mm -hmm. it's, like, so easy to have compassion towards that. But when it comes to, like, a close friend, and I think it's because for us, like, if you're close friends, you know exactly, like, what they're going through. You got the whole scoop. Like, they told you all the tea, and you're, like, I think sometimes in my mind, first jumps to, well, this is what you need to do. Like, quit being dumb and just, like, just do this. But then you have to lean back and, like, if you put yourself, in that situation of, like, what they're going through, like, you know you don't always do, like, exactly what you know you should yeah, do. Because when you're caught up in a situation that's, you know, whether it's, like, toxic or it's just, like, family problems or, you know, you just need to cut a friend off, it's so much easier to see that from the outside. Than it, inside of it. Completely. Yeah, exactly. It's
1: actually so funny you say that because I have, like, a family friend that I was talking to recently, and she's a little bit younger. And I know you're listening right now. Girl, I'm not going to say your name. I'm not going to call you out. but She was having to deal with like a really toxic relationship and the age that she's at now is where I was at when I had a really toxic relationship and I was really straightforward with her and I was like, you have to cut him off right now. Like get him out, throw him out, get rid of him. Like, why would you want to be in this situation? And I was sitting there like, this girl is so dumb. I don't know why she's doing that. But then I had to remember like, that was me four years ago. It was literally me four years ago and my parents, my friends begged me to break up with this kid and I wouldn't. And so I wish in the moment I would have had more compassion for her and just loved her more because I should have said to her what I would have wanted to hear Exactly. Four years ago.
0: No, I totally feel that. My friend did the same thing. I had a really toxic relationship. Like, it was so on and off. And he was like, he would talk to me when he wasn't talking to his ex. And then I would be like, oh, it's over. And then he would come back. And it was just, it literally lasted for like two years. Yeah. And... I don't know. It's just so funny because we are so quick to be like, dude, just break up with him. But when you are in it, um, it's so easy because it's like, you want that attention, yeah. like that little game. Yeah, I was about to say, forth. it's literally a game. It's a game and it is it is fun. It's exhilarating and it's like, ooh, like what's going to yeah. happen next? And it's like, oh, I'm, I'm a bad boy or I'm a bad girl. You know what I mean? Yeah. That is how it is. And so I think that and the adrenaline rush behind it and the fact, you know, that saying it's like, Whenever you tell someone not to do it, they're going to do yep. it. So it's the same thing. So I think, yeah, just being the same. It's like, oh, being compassionate and being like, oh, I get exactly what you're going through. Um, Instead of just like yelling at someone being like, this is what you need to do. Like, they don't right. know that. Right. Like, most of
1: the time, I didn't realize. This has literally been four years. and I'm just now realizing things mm-hmm. that happened in that relationship. Like, it takes time. Yep. Another thing that's reminded me of is I know a lot of people just had like terrible church wounds. And I've grown up in the church. So I feel like whenever I talk to people who are like outside of faith or don't go to church, they're like, well, I've had church wounds and you don't understand. But literally this ties in with with that same relationship because this was four years ago. I got basically kind of like kicked out of my small group at church because my leaders like said that I was about influence and that my anxiety was fake and all this stuff that at the time, like four years ago, like it wasn't really talked in the church. I feel like the past couple years, anxiety depression and stuff like that is just now being talked about in the church so at that time my leaders I just they didn't know how to address it so I kind of just got like kicked out and I didn't have any friends anymore I didn't feel welcome to the church I didn't go to a small group until like college like I didn't start going back to church until college and this was Mm -hmm. my junior year of high school I think um so that that was just rough, and I think of it now, and I used to get really angry about it, but now I have to in two different ways. like I have to have compassion for those leaders now, because mm-hmm. like we're both outside of that church and seeing each other in person changes everything, but also that is what has led me to want to work with like high school girls mm-hmm. and has changed my mind completely to be like I could be really angry and be so against small groups and all that stuff, but or I could change that that literally that rage that I had towards that small group leader in that church and turn it into compassion for like the next generation and girls that were in that same area when I was that age.
0: And it's cool because you take that experience and you're like, oh, well, I can take this and I can turn it into something good rather than just like sitting in it, manifesting in it, and letting it turn you off to church and turning you off to small groups forever when you really just had a bad experience. And obviously those leaders weren't the best. Yeah, but they're also
1: people. Like I feel like I have to remember that too. Like Christians are people. We're not perfect. Make mistakes. We hurt other people. Right, yeah. it's just yeah. hard to come to terms with, but it's really true. Um, another thing, I feel like there's like we kind of said with the homeless people, it's that's like, I feel like that's easy compassion, yeah. and also that's something I feel like when you're working for others that you don't really know,
0: it's more for ourselves. Yeah, it, it totally is <laughs> because you're like, ooh, I'm gonna work really hard for at this or for you because I want you to think this of me. Yep, and it's like, wow, wow what a great mindset to have. Not like <laughs> I'm gonna do this for you. So that I can help you and yeah. come alongside you, benefit you, and like lay my cross down. But actually, it's completely obvious. Yeah, it's just like, for me. Yeah, it's literally just for me. I want to look good. Yeah. It's like, really just filling up your cup. Yep. Not yep. the other way around. Right. When
1: having compassion for others and actually carrying your daily cross should be you pouring into others. And it's not like you lose more yourself and it's not like it's bad for yourself, but it's good for your faith. It's not like mm-hmm. it's good for you outwardly. It's good for you inwardly. Yeah, And I feel like true compassion to have for others isn't easy.
0: Yeah, it's not. It's not. And I think a good, like, practical way to kind of put this into play in your own life is just by, you know, take a situation and before you, you know, the Bible says to be slow to anger and just to take a step back and just think, if I was in this situation, how would I want to be treated or what would I want you to say to me and I think by like taking those little steps like I don't know it really makes you turn into a better person and have a kinder heart but also to just asking the Lord like you know you could literally just be honest with him and be like hey like please show me some ways in my life that I can be more compassionate or I can get rid of rage or what is you know asking him to pull the things out in you that you want to work on that's something I've also been asking from the Lord it's just like hey, if there's anything in me that you don't like or isn't a quality that you would have or that your daughter would have or that you would want her to have, like, show me, like, expose it to me because I want to know because I want to be constantly be making myself a better person, Mm -hmm. you know, and a better friend and a better family member and a better roommate, you know? So it's just, like, taking those steps every day, you know, keeping your heart in check. I think it's really It's kind of crazy you said that because I had the, Basically the same conversation with myself and I
1: was thinking of, you know, what areas of my life right now am I lacking in and being kind and being loving? And I mean, we've been talking about relationships already, but this is literally exactly what's been happening. So, I mean, I feel like relationships with exes are usually awful. Yeah. Mine, I have really bad, like, split ends with all of my exes. And I feel like recently... Like having to deal with that is so hard because they used to be, you know, your best friend and then especially if they come back around in your life, being kind to them is not easy. Like by any means.
0: No, it's not. And it's especially not because you're like, Ooh, like I want you to see what you lost. Exactly Or or, ooh, like I don't know. It's so easy just to go completely from Hi, I'm your best friend and like we're so sweet and cute together to like um, bye. Goodbye. Also, Don't want me. Yeah. yeah. Also, yeah, like, look what you missed out on. Exactly. Whatever. Um, I think there's definitely a fine line of like being like, oh, yeah, we're still friends and like talking every day and stuff. I think that's weird personally. Yeah. But, but like, just
1: ending on good terms. Yeah. Like, the one just, thing that's been repeating my mind is they're brothers and sisters in Christ as yeah. well. And even though, like, I, my last breakup, I was really hurt and I was really, I was full of rage, like, completely full of rage. But I had to remember, like, it's hard on him, too. Yeah. And I wasn't compassionate by any means towards him when I really should have been. But that's also just daily compassion and, and out. Like, I have to think of when we were together, I was so kind. I was so sweet. And then this, like, switch flips.
0: Yeah, because the second they say something or if they're like, oh, I don't, like, want you anymore. It's like, just like, oh. Then, obviously, you're like, oh, okay, I'll bye. Like and, and then, then all gonna...
1: of that kindness that the Lord built up in my heart for that person, gone. Like, yeah, rained. out of the window. And it shouldn't be that way. I think it's also hard, like, obviously, there's other situations and relationships that end really bad. Like, I've had relationships that, you know, ended. And I, honestly, will never talk to that person ever again for personal reasons. But, you know, still pray for them. I know that's really hard to do. I don't, I feel like no one praise for people that like, like cannot stand. Yeah. I don't like to say hate because I try not to use that word, but there are people in our lives like we cannot stand.
0: Yeah. It's hard to be
1: friends with them. They have Mm -hmm. hurt you. Even family members, like family members, small group leaders, friends, exes, they have hurt you. And it's hard to have compassion towards them and remember their people too. And most of the time
0: they regret things that they've done to us, but it's just hard to remember that when you're in pain. Yeah. And I think just also too just I don't know, lately I have been like journaling my prayers mm-hmm. and it has been the coolest thing to like open it back up and look back at it like two, three months later, a yep. year later and see how the Lord has come, come alongside me and just like just held your answered hand. everything. Yeah. Yes. Or yeah. yeah, just anything that I didn't have clarity on. And I think we forget how much like power is actually in prayer, mm-hmm. but actually like sitting down, doing it and actually praying. I think the biggest thing is we're like, oh, yeah, we're going to pray about that. Yeah, and then, and then you they don't, don't think about it. And you don't. Yeah, so it's like actually put your thoughts into action. Like all you have to do is ask, you know, ask and just like see what's up, yeah. see what happens. Ask the Lord to like soften your heart, be more compassionate. And like, I don't know. Be
1: open and vulnerable too because like the Lord
0: already knows everything. Maybe I you can't... have crazy road rage and <laughs> you need help. Like I don't know. I do. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't I really, do. but like sometimes I think it's fun to just be like, what and I don't know I internally get angry
1: like yeah I get enraged especially in South Carolina like we all know South Carolinians we cannot drive I just
0: get mad when people go 20 and like a thirty-five. <laughs> I just hate it, it. I'm like too. I'm going around you punk bye it's so it just that's just literally daily things I literally wrote that in last week's
1: vlog just about like road rage like simple uh. things like that it's so hard like it's so to not get
0: upset over I know I know I really was about to say something for. I hate that. Guys, I do that every day. I just want everyone to know that if you do this, it's okay. This is the mayor's side tidbit. If you forget your train of thought I forget what you were going to say every day, you're not alone. Nope. I'm literally it's right Literally all the time. time. I feel like at least every other day,
1: Marith and I are having a conversation and we're just sitting there like, oh, we don't know. I'll be like, oh, oh I forgot. I was went
0: surfing this morning <laughs> and my friend was telling me a story and she was like, um, I completely forgot where I was going with that. And I was like, that's totally fine. I do that
1: all the time. I literally just remembered it, but sometimes it will take me a few hours, a few days. But when you say the thing about prayer journal, I've been prayer journaling since, uh, I don't know, like eighth grade. Okay. And like, you know, we're like junior, seniors in college. And I've never, I'm really bad. Like I was consistent with it for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. I stopped when I kind of like lost my faith and I've been doing it again for like the past year and a half. And it literally is crazy because I will say things today that have happened and I will go back like you said and read it and it's yep. like verbatim what I prayed
0: for. I think that prayer journals are the best way to see the how the Lord is working in your life in a tangible way mm-hmm. and in a way that, because I feel like so many girls are, you know, just anyone in general, I feel like it's so easy to be like, oh, well, I just don't feel like God's there, like, oh, I'm praying for him, praying for things and like, I just don't see his hand in my life, like blah, blah, blah. But I'm telling you, if you just take a minute to write it down. And what's so cool is you don't have to. Uh, Alex and I were talking about this the other day. For those of you who don't know, Alex is my boyfriend. But um, we were talking about like prayer journals and stuff like that. And I read him a little section of what I had wrote. But it's so funny because the way that I wrote it was the most like basic, simple way to write it ever and then I started laughing and I was like oh god that's like kind of embarrassing (laughs) it's just very blunt I was like it's not basic I swear but then we were like talking about it and we brought up like a really good point that like when you are writing in your prayer journal you're not doing it for anybody else to Mm -hmm. read like you're literally writing it to the lord and so it doesn't matter so it doesn't matter what it looks like doesn't matter what it sounds like doesn't matter if it's like really weird like just do it Um, and you can look back and you can see all the things that you forgot that you were praying for.
1: Also, I feel like I was told this for a really long time. I've had really bad anxiety since I was literally a child. Like Mm -hmm. my parents used to tell me when I was in third grade, if I had a substitute teacher, I'd find some way to go to the nurse because I did not want it. Like I've always just been a super anxious person. And, you know, I was in like counseling for it for a while. And she always told me, she's like, have you ever thought about just journaling your thoughts? Because if you have anxiety or just honestly, anyone... I feel like our brains get so jumbled. Yeah. And then writing things out just gets it out, gets out of your system. And I feel like that's how my prayer journaling really started. Mm-hmm. Because there's so many things I don't even think to pray about. Yep. And then once I start writing it down, getting it out of my system, it literally physically makes you feel lighter. Yeah. Like if your brain is just like calmer. Like I can focus on everyday life. And just small little things change every day. Like one of my prayers I feel recently is I've always had, like, a weird relationship with food. Like, it's never been consistent. I feel like since high school, I feel like it's very common for girls to have a weird relationship with food and it's not normal. And I literally just prayed recently. I was like, Lord, please just, like, make me be okay with eating, like, carbs every Mm -hmm. day and being okay with it. Yep. And I feel like this whole week, we've literally, we ran through that bag of bagels. Yep. And I didn't even think, them. I didn't even blink. I didn't even think about it, which I is love so it. good because, love it. first of all, carbs are really important for you. If you don't know this, you're supposed to eat carbs. Mm-hmm. Like, carbs need to go in your diet. It helps your body run. Yeah. But even little things like that, I didn't even remember that I wrote that down. I was slipping through my notes today um, before you got home. And I was like, oh, I was like, I literally was planning to eat a bagel for breakfast. So that's perfect. Yeah. Like, it just itty-bitty things like that happen yeah. all the time
0: yeah which is so cool because it can go to show you that like lord can restore like the most something that you think is the most like silliest like thing that he wouldn't like oh he doesn't care about that yeah like he does and And he'll he'll literally anything that you ask of him that is you know in alignment with what he says and like commands of us like he's gonna take care of Mm -hmm. you like he wants to like we, just like that song we sang yesterday, like we are highly favored, yep. you know, like he wants to do that for us. If we would just let him, yep. I think about all the things that I constantly miss out on from the Lord that, I, because I just was so busy and I just like, didn't even take a second to just take a look at what was going on around me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that it's so sad because the Lord communicates with you in the most beautiful ways. Um, if you actually just took a yeah. second to, like, look.
1: Yeah, and pay attention. Like, yeah. last week, I, if y'all listened to last week, I talked about how I had, like, paid for two different people's things. And literally the next day, like, the Lord paid me back by, like, randomly giving me free stuff. It happens in the strangest yeah. ways. And another thing I want to talk about with compassion today is just how others have had compassion for us or how we've noticed it. And I, when I wrote down these notes, I was like, I don't know if anyone's been compassionate towards me lately. But I literally just now was in class. And I was talking about public, we were talking about public speaking. And I was like, it's really funny because I hate public speaking because we had to give like a, one person from our group had to talk in front of the class. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I really hate public speaking, but I have a podcast. So that doesn't make sense. And (laughs) the girl in the group was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Like, what's your podcast about? And I was like, oh, it's no biggie. You know, I just talk about Jesus. And she hyped me up so much. I love that. Like some random girl immediately followed me on Instagram. And this guy that was also in my group. Um, he was like, I'm super political and I've never listened to a Christian podcast, but like, you seem pretty cool. So I'll listen. Like those two, those people had complete compassion for me. Could have easily shut me down and made fun of me for it. But they both immediately followed me on Instagram, hyped me up. And like the one guy blatantly said, he was like, yeah, he's like, I'm not Christian. I'm not a believer. But like immediately had compassion for me in that moment when I was like, yeah, I'm kind of scared to speak. And they're like, oh, we'll do it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Like it was just so cool. And I didn't even think about it until now.
0: Yeah. That's so cool. I honestly, I love people like that. I remember when I started my podcast and then also when I was, like, I don't know, just announcing, pushing out that I had a YouTube Mm -hmm. channel for a while. I didn't say anything. Um, A lot of the girls from, like, school or in my, most of them from, like, my small group, they just, like, came up to me one day, like, at church or they, like, texted me and they were, like, oh, my gosh, like. I love your YouTube, or I love this so much, or, like, whatever. And, I don't know, just being supportive and, like, loving like that is just a quality that you don't find in a lot of people Mm -hmm. because people are either jealous of what you're doing um, because they want to do it or because they're insecure. Yep. And so they're trying to push you down in a way that you're trying to build up. Yep. Uh, So just keep that in mind, too, I think, when people are, you know, not being kind in a way of something that you're doing. Yeah. Like, if you are doing something with your whole heart and with good intentions, and someone's you pu- someone is pulling you down for that, uh, you should just brush it off Yeah, because, Take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, take it with a grain of salt because there's always going to be those people and, like, you know, you're just going to have to get over that Yeah, because there's always going to be someone. And it really is jealousy. It and is. Not and having security. a heart of love and compassion, mm-hmm. you know? I literally... This is something that I just now
1: stopped doing this year because someone said something to me about it. But all throughout middle school and high school with friends, regardless of how close I was with them or the last time I'd seen them, I always told them happy birthday. Like I always, there's, we talked about this. I promise you my birthday is cursed. My birthday in some way like gets ruined every year. It's just a thing. So that's happened to me since I was like 15 years old. So whatever that's happened to me, I just feel like people should get something unexpected on their birthday. Yeah. So when they haven't talked to me in a while, I'm like, I should just tell them happy, anytime I see it, literally anytime I'll just do it. Then finally, this one guy was like, I don't understand, like, why you always, like, tell me happy birthday. Like, we don't talk. I'm like, Mm -hmm. but we used to be good friends. Yeah. And I was like, is it weird for you? He goes, no, like, it's kind of cool, but it's kind of weird. Like, I don't know why you do that. Like, you do that for everyone. I was like, well, I'm not going to stop doing it because, like, (laughs) I feel like it makes people happy and it's unexpected. Yeah. And then it kind of the roles reverse. Like, I haven't done it as much this year because low-key, I felt intimidated by him saying that. Yeah, and then this one girl I was like best friends with freshman year her birthday was the other day and I was like you know what I was like I'm just gonna text her because I feel like it no I love it I love happy. that because
0: you know like when people text you that you don't really talk to you, that just like the simplest things like tell you happy birthday like it makes you feel so good yeah. and you're like oh like that's so sweet they literally went out of their way to text you yeah, yeah. And, with, and with all of that too I think about how like compassionate the Lord is like to us mm-hmm. and I think of so many areas in my life where I was like being stupid or just oblivious or wasn't necessarily going either way yeah um and just how he just never leaves you no like for real and it's so cool just how compassionate and loving he is this is gonna sound really weird but i'm just gonna tell this story really fast because i think it's crazy and only like two people know about it But I think it's really cool and I think it's really, like, kind of the Lord to, like, speak to me in this way. So, like, kind of talking about, like, compassion, but also talking about, like, how the Lord can speak to us in, like, really cool ways. So, basically, what reminded me is this water bottle. So, this water bottle sitting on the desk is a corksicle, which is just a type of water bottle just to, like, you know, give you a visual. I'm a visual learner. And it's hot pink. So, really weird thing happened last year. So, I have, like, I have a good... This would be awkward if, like, my dad heard this. But he probably won't. <laughs> anyways, me and my dad just don't have, like, a deep relationship, okay? So, it's just... I'm just going to be real. Like, we just have a funny relationship. Like, whatever. We're not, like, tight. Like, I would never go to him and ask for him for, like, boy advice. Like, mm. no. <laughs> off the table. That's... No. So, anyways, like, I don't know. It's just never been, like, you know, that, like,
1: I There's don't like know. the
0: like, the movie... Daddy-daughter relationship that you see. Yeah, it's time. just not like that. So, anyways, take that all aside, whatever. Um, I think last year, I really, Lord was really showing me um, that he wanted to be my Heavenly Father and that he had so much in store for me. And so, this is going to sound really weird. Some of you might think this is really far-fetched, but, like, whatever. Don't care. Okay. So, last year, I got two years ago, I got a hot pink water bottle for my birthday. My friend gave it to me. Obviously didn't think anything of it. And then this past year I started acquiring literally everything hot pink. You do have a lot of hot pink. (laughs) Not on purpose though. Literally not on purpose. The notebook that I was talking to you guys from is hot pink, not intentional. Um, and then I had a phone case that was hot pink and I started looking around my room and literally everything was hot pink. And I was like, why do I keep seeing this color? And then I went to church, uh, one night and the lady who sat right next to me was wearing a hot pink shirt. And I was like, this literally means something like I am so confused. Like, I'm not kidding you. Everything was hot pink. Like everything started to be hot pink in my room. Like I randomly had sticky notes sitting on my dresser that were hot pink. I had a pen that was hot pink that someone just gave to me, like super weird. Um, And I was talking to one of my guy friends who is very tight with the Lord. He's a little bit older. Um, And he one time experienced like the Lord, like speaking to him through a color. Oh, that's so cool. So if you look up, so there are like spiritual meanings behind colors. And so if you look up just different ones, they mean different things. But anyways, he was basically talking to me because I FaceTimed him and I was like, yo, like. What's up with this? I know that you said like the Lord spoke to you in color, whatever. Um, but I was like, why is everything hot pink? And he was talking about how basically for me, that could mean that the Lord um, is trying to display uh, that you're his daughter. Because like oh. pink is like royalty <gasps> That's and amazing. love. And it's crazy because he did not know anything he didn't know my dad he knew nothing and just the fact that he said that i was like what i would have like start bawling so so. (laughs) i feel like some people might be like oh that's so far-fetched but but it's not it's not um and honestly like if you i don't know if you've ever felt like a color is like popped up in your life and it's insane or Mm -hmm. whatever um it could mean something uh you can ask the lord for like what it means because it could be different for anyone but I just think that's so crazy and how kind of the Lord and compassionate to be like, here, like, I want you to know, so, like, here's the sign. Yeah, and you there's, know? like, so many little things. I literally, that's kind of crazy because so I've always things. noticed that you've
1: had so many hot
0: pink things. Isn't that weird? And I've, like, known about your family situations like that. And I've never bought it. Like, yeah. never have I bought oh, I it. Love. Like, everything has been, like, a gift yeah. that's, like, been hot pink. And I'm like, what? I love, That's so amazing. That literally ties right into what we were talking about at church. Yeah.
1: Like, yesterday. Yeah. Because um, pastor's time out. Like, when he gets to heaven, he can't wait to see what the Lord has done without us even being aware that's, of it. And that's
0: what I was talking about. And then I was like, I don't know if I should tell this story. No. I feel like it's, like, a little No, far. it's not. That's literally yeah, like that's, the Lord tugging on your heart being like, you need to share this. Yes. Yeah, so that's what I was saying when I was like, I want to know how many things I've missed. Yeah. Because, like, something as simple as that, like, you could just miss. Yeah, you
1: could see right over it. But I feel like we don't realize those things until either someone who knows the Lord has poured into us, yeah. or we go to the Lord and we're being like, what does this mean? And he just like has to show us. Like it may yeah, take a lot for him exactly. to show us, but it just happens. Yeah. I that's amazing. That I, you've crazy? never told me that. I yeah. love that. That's <laughs> Isn't that so crazy? cool.
0: Yeah. So that's kind of what's up. <laughs> this has yeah. been a really good talk, yeah, it's Mayor.
1: Really it's been awesome. It I feel like that's I feel like that's like the perfect thing to close out on. Yeah. Because yeah. that's amazing. I feel like um, especially as Christians, I think it's important to even in that, just see how the Lord's compassionate towards us and the little things and take mm-hmm. that and see what we can do with it others you never know what anyone's going through even though the lord knows our whole story even if we know like our family or our friends full story i think it's so important to continue and lead with compassion and with love i know this is like really similar to last week but at the same time i feel like it's different because i feel like compassion is different than kindness in a sense of compassion you don't have to be like really vocal about it it's Mm -hmm. in a sense it's just being there for someone else being kind considering them first and i
0: think kindness is more of like a personality trait yep. and like something you can just be a kind person where compassion and like being compassionate is a choice it's really intentional like yeah.
1: i feel like i mean i feel like we're both pretty kind person kind people but we also like say we're psychos so
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah that's bad but compassion really is it's really intentional you have to think about it yeah. before you are because you have to make a choice to decide like if, am i going to be compassionate or am i going to ignore all right situation all right. But thank you so much for
0: speaking yeah, with me that was today. So fun. I know. That this was is, fun. is so
1: great. Thank you guys for listening. I can't wait for next week. We have another great guest next week coming up. Make and... sure you all
0: subscribe to this podcast. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Um, uh, check out too again at Merrimac on <laughs> Instagram. Go check her out. But thanks, guys, for listening again. Can't wait for next week. Love you guys again. And don't forget to check out the blog as well, it just goes into more depth on Rage and Compassion this week. Um, Talk to y'all soon. As always, I'm Caroline.